Amen. How many enjoyed worship tonight? Wasn't that awesome? Man, the presence of God's in the house, and it's, it's cool to watch people getting set free. I, 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 I noticed, Kelly, you were getting free, Kelly. Like it when you get free. Uh, your button fell out of your pant leg, though, so just there. Don't want your socks falling down. Gotta, so you got, got to get that taken care of. Hey, we just love doing life together. Ain't that right, buttons? All right. You know, if you don't have, if you don't have anything else to be thankful for, you know, uh, uh, everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, family's coming or you, maybe you're going to go be with family and, uh, you know, you got the whole thing going. Isn't it crazy, though, that we end up so full before we get there? And, and I'm not talking about the food. I'm just talking about the goodness of God. Don't you just feel full? Aren't you just excited? I mean, you, you know, look back to where you came from and where you are now. Come on now. Some of you should be a lot more happy than you're acting because we saw where you came from. Okay. And here we are. God's doing great things. You know, we, we started fasting, and, 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 and I'll just kind of seed you a little bit because, uh, you know, starting January 1st, uh, as a body, we're going to fast the first 21 days of the month together. We're going to fast and pray and seek God and believe God for a year that just it blows everything out of the water. Amen? Last year, we, we started fasting, and we, we took a scripture out of Ezra that says that we, we fasted, and we sought God, and we asked him to show us the right way for us, the right way for our kids, the right way for our substance. Amen. The right way for us. How many of you know that God's got a way for you, and it's the right way? And if there's a right way, then there's probably a wrong way. Uh, you know, and I'll just tell you, if there's, if there's a right way, there's a bunch of wrong ways. Amen. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there's a way that you think's right, but ain't going to work out real good. That's my translation. But, uh, uh, but, you know, there's a right way for our kids. You know, there's a right way to, there's a right way to reach the next generation. Oh, don't look at me like that. There's the right way. There's the right way to, to demonstrate the goodness of God to, to hurting, suffering humanity. Amen. You know, sometimes, and, and I'll just remind you that, you know, our weekend services really aren't designed for believers. So if you're here tonight and you don't know God, <laughs> we're glad you're here. And if you're here and you, do, and you do know God, but you don't like something, we're not doing that for you anyway, so it don't matter. There's the right way. There's the right way for our substance. And we started praying and fasting, and, and God started opening doors and, uh, and changing hearts and shifting focus and giving us insight and revelation and discernment. And, uh, and, and you know, and we just started implementing some new things. Not really anything new, but just putting stuff in a different order and kind of going at it differently. And, uh, it, you know, last Wednesday night we just finished the growth track, and it was just kind of a trial run for the house and for the teachers and the trainers. And how many of you guys have been in the growth track? How many of you have enjoyed the growth track? I'm making, I'm making a, a CD here. I need a bigger. How many of you enjoyed the growth track? There you go. There you go. Sometimes I can't hear it on the tape. We'll edit out that little weak response you gave me. It's just been fun. And, and you know, after the first of the year in, in February, uh, we'll be having the growth track every Sunday evening. You, don't, you know, don't look at me like you've got to come. No, it's, for, it's how we're going to bring people in and help them with their spiritual walk. Man, and, uh, but, but, you know, well, how do, we know, how do we know if this way is better than the old way? Well, we're measuring it. 
you know, why? Well, because we think we should be effective. Amen. I don't want to be super busy. I want to be insanely effective. Matter of fact, I'd love to be insanely effective with a bunch of free time on my hands. Right? And so we're just measuring it. But I just wanted to share with you, just so you have something to be thankful for this week. Uh, since September, so less than three months, uh, these, are the, you know, these are some of the response cards that have come in. And, uh, you know, uh, can, can I just tell you that uh, we've had 47 salvations and 53 recommitments. No, no, guys, that's a big one. That, that's a big one. See, because if you, if you didn't know God, now you do. I got news for you. That's a thing to be thankful for. And so, and, and I, just, I just want you to know I'm thanking God for every person that, that helps park cars and that opens doors and that, that uh, uh, gives out information, that serves the kids, that works in any area because you're serving the body and your fingerprints are on those salvations and those recommitments. Your, your life's making a difference in the lives of others. And that's a good thing. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a good thing. Amen. So you got some stuff to be thankful for. And, 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 you, you know, and our vision is finding people who are far from God and walking with them till they become close to God and helping them to live a life of victory for God. Amen. And really, if you think about it, all anybody should have to do to get closer to God is walk with you. You know, hey, if we just walk with you, shouldn't we get closer to God? And, 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 you know, and we're, we're, we're telling you, don't, you don't have to break off all the relationships with ungodly people. No, no, no. Just make sure who's directing the walk. You know, right? You know, we, we got to reach the lost, but we, they should be walking with us. They should be getting closer to God. Amen. And we, we should be walking wise. Come on, we just be walking wise. And some of you guys know that your steps aren't always smart. I think every one of us would have to admit there have been times when we stepped right out of wisdom and right into something else. We stepped in something else. Hello. And, and, you know, I don't know about you, but don't you kind of feel like when you know you stepped in it and you try to hide it, but you can tell the guy sitting next to you, he knows you stepped in it too? You know, we've got several large breed dogs at our house. Shelby's got a puppy. It weighs 110 pounds. Huge. You know, Steven's got a puppy. What's that thing weigh? It's big. It's a big dog. It's like Great Dane and semi-truck. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Evan's got a big dog. And you know, when you run through the backyard in a hurry in the middle of the night, you're apt to step in it, okay? You can come in and pretend you didn't, but everybody in the house knows you did. And, you know, sometimes going through life, that's what it feels like, like you stepped in it and everybody knows. Well, you might as well get comfortable with that because we've all done that. You know, walking wise isn't always making the right step, but it's knowing how to correct it after the wrong one. Huh? Well, you know, because I, I just got to tell you that, we, you know, I don't always make the right decisions or say the right words or take the right actions, but uh, knowing when you're off the trail is pretty vital when you're trying to stay on it. And so uh, I just want you to know tonight that regardless of what step you've taken, or what you've stepped in. That's not the issue. The issue isn't that past step. The issue is that next step. The, the issue is where are you going to go from here? Right? Where are you going to go from here? 
And, and I, you know, and, and we got a, we got a roll because I got I got a bunch of, of scripture to share, and, and and I love these verses. And, and so we're just going to jump in at Proverbs thirteen thirteen, reading from the message. It says, "Ignore the word and suffer. Honor God's commands, and grow rich." And he's not talking about have a lot of money. He's talking about every realm of your life being enriched by the plan that God has for you and the presence that God surrounds you with and the, and the vision and the hope that God anchors you with. And it, but I want you to look at that first part. Ignore the word and suffer. And it seems that a lot of people are really into suffering. Huh? It's, it's like, a, like a, maybe a, a, a favorite pastime for some of us or something. Because it's like, okay, when your life is suffering... When, 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 when your life is, is experiencing destruction, I think the King James says, you know, uh, that it, when, you, when you separate yourself from the word, your life, it brings destruction. How many of you know, that don't even sound good. You know, stuff starts falling apart instead of being built up. And, and he said, you know, when, when, when you ignore it, that's what's going to happen. But a lot of people refuse to change the recipe. When they keep producing the wrong thing. You know, uh, uh, and I've shared this even recently, but I, I, wanna, I just want to remind you that, you know, years ago, years ago, uh, Samanda, Sam, uh, my sister baked us brownies, and, and it was awesome because I used it for a doorstop for over two years. You know, and, and it was sermon illustration and, and all kinds of stuff. It was crazy cool but the what's amazing though is that she didn't keep making them that way she immediately changed the recipe and a lot of us we've got you know destruction in our relationships but we don't change the recipe you know uh, you know uh, our mind uh, the way we think we, we don't have peace but we refuse to change the recipe we make stupid statements like well see i told you god's word doesn't work you're an idiot you got to change the recipe god's word works and when you ignore the word you suffer if your life isn't producing the promises time to change how you live your life and get back to the word of god look at proverbs nineteen eight. grow a wise heart you'll do yourself a favor keep a clear head and you're going to find a good life how many of you would like to have a good life then come on, here it is. He said, you know, uh, if you, if you want to grow a wise heart, you can do yourself a favor. How many you know that, that wisdom is talking about growing in wisdom and, and, and growing doesn't happen overnight? I just want to come down, have the elders anoint me with oil. You pray for me. I'd like to hit the carpet, get back up and be a genius. You got to grow. You got to grow in this thing, you know. And, 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 you know, we keep looking for God to do us favors why don't you do yourself a favor? Grow a wise heart. You'll do yourself a favor. Keep a clear head. Keep a clear head. Um, you know, most everybody has traveled via the airlines. And this week, you know, maybe, maybe you're going to fly somewhere. Maybe you've got people flying in. But uh, when you get to a certain altitude... If, if, the, if, if the cabin isn't pressurized, it's not good for you. And what a lot of us do is 
life starts getting crazy. And so we start trying to shake off stuff uh, and separate ourselves from stuff because we don't want any pressure. In our, we, we try to eliminate the pressure. And if you live without pressure, you know, just think about the car tire. When it's flat, you're bouncing down the road telling everybody it's cool. No, no, everybody knows the tire's flat, right? You need pressure. And if you don't have pressure, what happens is uh, hypoxia, right? Hypoxia. And, and it's really awesome to travel via the airline because you get to an altitude that you couldn't have, that you reach speeds that you couldn't have, uh, you, you know, you collapse time. Everybody's looking for that collapse of time, but you have to keep a clear head. See, hypoxia shows up, and these are just some of the symptoms, dullness of mind, confusion starts to set in, blurred vision, and if you're not careful, eventually, death. And see, a lot of us, what we've done, we haven't kept a clear head. We've, we've let stuff, we've shaken off stuff that we shouldn't have shaken off and kept stuff that we should have got rid of. And, and you know, and I don't have enough time to go through the Bible tonight and make that, I mean, that's going to be a great message someday. But the Bible says that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But when you read it, it says things that are made can be shaken, but the things which cannot be shaken shall remain. There are some things in life that you can't shake off. You can't shake off your prayer time with God. You, you, you cannot shake out. You can't separate yourself from body life. It's his plan. Hello. You know, there's some other things you can, but if you do, if you do, what happens? Well, all of a sudden, the dullness of mind begins to settle in. It's one of the symptoms, right? Confusion starts moving in. Then blurred vision and you can't see stuff right. And, and if you're not careful, you experience death. He said, you know, you want to grow a wise heart, you'll do yourself a favor, but make sure you keep your head clear. Make sure that you're thinking God thoughts. And if you do that, you'll find a good life. Grow a wise heart. Okay, how do I do it? Proverbs 13, 20. Well, become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with a fool and watch your life fall to pieces. Some of you guys who are looking at the guy right next to you say, so it's your fault. <laughs> Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and hang on. Hello? We want to be people that walk in wisdom. Right? I don't want to ignore the word and suffer. I want to honor the word and watch my life flourish. Right? So what I have to do is allow the Bible to define the Bible so that I know when it says walk with wise, well, who are the wise? I want the Bible to define the wise. I don't want to use my definition because my definition not, might not be what the Bible was talking about. So you might be thinking you're walking with wise people, but your life's falling apart. They're really super smart people. But there's a system of logic. You know, the, the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. How many remember that? The word was God. The, the, the word, logos, it's where we get the word logic. There, in the beginning, God created everything using a system of logic. Now, God's system of logic is quite often rather different from the world's secular system of logic. 
See, and when you use the world system of logic to live your life by, and, and it disagrees with God's system of logic, you, if, if you're going to be wise, according to the Bible, you're going to be shifting to God's way of life, not the world's way. Jesus, again, you can look this up later. It's in Matthew 7. Uh, Jesus defined who the wise were for us. He said, therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine and does them, he's wise. And, and, and a couple of verses later, verse 26, he said, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them, they're a fool. So how am I going to know who to walk with? By people who are doing God's word. Ignore the word and suffer. If you honor the word, life's going to flourish. So grow a wise heart. Well, how do I do it? By walking with the wise. Who are the wise? The wiser people who not only hear God's word, but they do it. Huh? You know, they're, they're people who are, who are doing the word of God. Look at your neighbor and say, I, I need to be a doer. Right? We need to get in agreement with wise people. Come on now, you need to get in agreement with wise people. I had, you know, we've been talking about relational uh, uh, generosity and walk and, and just, you know, uh, just the relational health. And I had somebody come to me last week and, and, and made a suggestion uh, just in a thought because, you know, well, uh, you know, we're talking about agreement. Philippians 2 says, uh, do me a favor, love one another, agree with each other, be deep-spirited friends. And, and the thought was this, well, if we always agree, we'll never grow. And I'm here today to tell you that you want to be careful with that mindset. Because as long as we're in agreement with God's word, we need to agree. There's enough, there's enough in the world to disagree with. And, and, and you know, your, your role in my life, and he was talking about how muscles grow and intention, and I get all that, but here's the deal, is that when I'm in the gym, I don't need the guy spotting me to be standing on the bar jumping up and down. I need him to be helping me by spotting that bar. Right? So I need to be in agreement with him that we're pushing this weight up. You can't find scripture. Well, here, check it out. Uh, Amos 3.3, uh, 3, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Right? Uh, Philippians 2, I already told you, love one another, agree with each other. Uh, Matthew 18 says, uh, if any two of you agree on earth. You're hard-pressed to find a scripture that says what you need to do is disagree to grow. So you'd want to check that mindset, that belief. You'd want, to, you'd want to check that out because, you know, that might make sense. See, and really, well, doesn't it make sense? There's got to be, well, yeah, but there's enough opposing pressure for you to grow without you having to bring disagreement into your God relationships. You want to get in agreement. Matter of fact, think about this. Here's a word for you. Um, and, and it's, it's in, it's in the new Testament It's used 12 times, uh, 10 times it's used in the book of acts when it says they were with one mind, one accord, one passion, what, you know, being in agreement and, and check it out. It, it's what this word means. It's a compound of two words and it means to rush along in unison, to rush along in unison. And, and the image is really kind of a musical picture that it paints. It's like a number of notes that are sounded, which while all of them are different, they harmonize in pitch and tone. And so as the instruments of a great concert under the direction of a concert master, so the Holy Spirit is blending the lives of the members of Christ's church together. So, so that we're in harmony, not discord. 
See, if you're gonna if you're gonna grow in wisdom, you got to get in agreement with wise people. And quit, quit. You know when 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 people because and I say that because uh, you know so, you know sometimes it's 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 really obvious. You, you know because uh, it, it's like it's not a new thought. It's not a new uh, it's not it's not a new strategy of the enemy. Trust me. But when when people come up and, and they're welcoming you to the service and and they start sharing where they serve and, and and I can already in my spirit I can hear the 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 resistance saying, "Well, they're just trying to get all of our time. They're just trying to you know, no no. What we're trying to do is get your life to flourish." They, they, you know, they weren't lying when they said, you know, we found out after we got involved at this level that we feel like before we, that's when we were missing it. Well, now where's all that agreement we had just a few minutes ago and everybody's, yeah, don't go. So which mindset should you push aside? Oh, I know I got the right message now. Okay, so I want to give you three little nuggets to help you so that you'll be walking wise. So that you'll be walking wise, okay? You ready? I'm going to give them all three to you, and then I'll break it down. Number one, because if I don't get through, then I can finish and pretend like I'm done. <laughs> okay, walking with the wise. Number one, be informed. Okay, be informed. Number two, be in tune. Be in tune. And number three, be intentional. If you're going to be walking wise, you need to be informed, you need to be in tune, and you need to be intentional. Informed. So here, here's the question you've got to ask yourself. Who am I hanging with? You know, because I need to learn to agree with the right people. Who, who are you hanging with? Are, are, are they partners? Remember, we talked about partnership last week. Are they partners or are they problems? And again, I, I'm not saying that you should sever all relationship. No, I'm, I'm telling you that you need to be informed as to who's running the relationship. Who's leading. You know, I, I love to hang with people who don't know God. But they're not going to get me to go their way. Ever. And, and you know what, you want to know what's crazy is most of the time it's not people who aren't close to God that try to get me to walk off trail. It's usually people who are supposed to be walking with God. So you got to watch them. So so can can I can I just say this? Can I say it? It's a Saturday night crowd. We're pretty mature in here. Don't don't just lock shields with them because they got a Jesus T-shirt. You know. Uh, you, you need to be informed because there's a lot of people who there's, well, let me put it this way. There are people who make you better and there's people who make you bitter. And I've found in church life, been in church life my whole life that I found that there's, that you, you will never find such a, uh, overabundance of bitterness than you will find in church. It's like one of the spiritual gifts or something. I mean, just people flow in it and you, you, you gotta be careful that the people that you're with are making you better. Hello. You become wise by walking with the wives, hang out with a fool. Who are you hanging with? Oh, we're just hanging out. Is your life falling apart? Come on, you got to get real. Get informed about your life. Is, it, is your relationships getting stronger? Is your mind, is it, is it developing in the things of God? Are your financial freedom, is that growing? Is your spouse more thrilled to see you than they were last week? 
Hallelujah. We just, we just, we just hanging. We just hanging out. Uh, check this out. Galatians 3. Oh, foolish Galatians. I'm just reading it. I didn't write it. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Notice he says, who, not what. Who? Who'd you start hanging with? I mean, really, he said, oh, foolish Galatians, who you been having coffee with? Come on. Who who you been going to dinner with? Who you been watching movies with? Who you been messaging on Facebook with? Be informed. Who you hang out with? Who you connect with? Matters. I said it matters. So you got to be informed. Look at, look at Proverbs 22, uh, verse 24. Don't hang out with angry people. Don't keep company with hotheads. Bad temper is contagious. Don't get infected. Don't hang out with angry people. I don't care what the bumper sticker says. Honk if you love Jesus. And he's trying to run people down. But it's just a season he's in. Well, then separate for the season. But whether he's godly or ungodly, if there's anger there, he said don't hang out with those guys because you'll get infected. Oh, let's talk about this for just a minute. (laughs) Because some of the angry people I want to talk about aren't the ones you're hanging with, but it's the ones who've been hanging with you. You just get mad. You get your feelings hurt. You get your feathers ruffled. And dagnabbit, you're right and they're wrong. You can prove it. You need to understand something. That's not the point. They should never have done that. You're right. Well, then I have a right. No, you don't. Because if you walk angry, we can't hang with you. It didn't say if you're wrong, just push them away. It said if they're angry. There's a lot of people who are right. You you should win the argument. Except for the fact that that's not the point. It's the anger that's contagious. You know, it's like influence. Flu's right in the middle of that word. Right? It's just like the flu. It's contagious. You get upset. You know, you know what would happen? Um, well, let me approach it this way. Think about how cool it would be if we grew up and got mature. And realized that even when we're irritated and right, we didn't allow the enemy to use that to impact those who are walking with us. How cool would that be? You know, how how awesome would it be? See, here's why you need a partner. Right? So that when you're right, but angry your partner can say but wait a minute anger is going to take us off track and i love you too much to even though you're right okay okay you're right 
but let's walk wise. Be informed. Be informed that being right isn't the issue. It's just walking wise. That's, that's the issue. Wisdom. Jesus said the people who have heard these sayings of mine and do them, they're wise. So wisdom, uh, you know, may, maybe you need to beta Satan CDs one more time. Because what Jesus says is to let that go and let him take care of it. It, 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 it talks about immediate forgiveness. The, 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 the business that we have is to bring forgiveness, to be carriers of it. How many of you are glad that you're forgiven? Forgive. Two words put together to make one word. Forgive. You need to break it down and understand that forgiveness has nothing to do with the past. It's all about the future. For in advance. Give refers to a gift. A gift is something that's received by somebody who's done nothing to deserve it. They don't have to earn it. Well, they've never even asked for it. They shouldn't have to ask for it because it's a gift. You don't give gifts to people who ask for it. That would be a wage. That would be a reward. But a gift is not something that's been worked for or something that's been earned. A gift is something that's given in advance. You were forgiven. Let me put it this. Are you with me? It's really vital that we get this because forgiveness was made available to us before we were even inhaling and exhaling. So God made ready in advance so that your past would never dictate your future. It wasn't about the past. It was about the future that God was going to draw you into. See, the wisdom, the wisdom step is, is to walk in forgiveness, not because of the past, but because of the future. Be informed. Be in tune. Look at your neighbor and say, be in tune. Proverbs 28, 7. Practice God's law. And get a reputation for wisdom. Hang out with a loose crowd and embarrass your whole family. Practice God's law. Practice God's law. Be in tune. Be in tune. Learn how to not walk in discord with God's plan. Practice it. You know, build a reputation. Don't you want the reputation? They make great decisions, even when it's hard. Well, that ain't going to happen by mistake. You're going to have to practice to get that. You know, those people are never really influenced by the crowd. Well, that's going to take practice. Hello, somebody. I think most of us would love to have this said about us. It don't make any difference what happens. It always turns out good for them. That's not by mistake. That takes practice. Proverbs 29, 11. A fool lets it all hang out. A sage quietly mulls it over. When you just let it all happen, when it's just who I am, deal with it. You're not in tune. And you stepped in something that ain't called wisdom. Well, I've done my personality test, and this is who I am. You, that does not give you the right to walk stupid. You know, hey, you gotta pra- if you're going to walk wise, it's going to take practice. You know, you're going to have to build it into your character so, so that you can get the end result that you want. You've got to have the character that demands, that that end result demands. 
and, and which means that you're going to have to develop the habits. All a habit is is something that can be done without thought. You, you've got to you got to develop the the habit. When are you going to develop the habit? Well, when it's going good, when life is easy, that's when you develop the habit. Because if you're not careful, when the bomb hits, that well, you're going to live by habit when the bomb hits. So if you haven't practiced wisdom, you'll end up making a big dumb choice right when it matters most. Be intentional. Look at your neighbor and say, be intentional. We got to hurry. Proverbs 12, 27. A lazy life, empty life. Early to rise gets the job done. Good men and women travel right into life. Sin's detours take you straight to hell. I'm just reading the Bible. A lazy life is an empty life, but early to rise gets the job done. How many know that you don't get out of bed early by accident? Got to be intentional, right? I said you got to be intentional. Look at, look at verse 26 in the NIV. The righteous choose their friends carefully. See, they're intentional about who they're going to be with. But the way of the wicked leads them astray. I like it in the good news version too. The righteous man is a guide to his friend. The righteous person is a guide to his friend. Let me ask you something. Are you a guide to those around you? You have to have intentionality. You need need to add intentionality to every relationship you have. Because I, I think what a lot of us, what, what we're hoping is that, well, you know, we, we, love, to sh- we love to give the responsibility and, and like, well, God, God's in control, so whatever happens, that's his fault. God gave you dominion. God's given you authority. You have the ability to make choices. The greatest power that God ever gave man was the ability to choose. So you need to be Intentional. You know, relationship plus intentionality equals discipleship. You need to be helping people grow, not just hanging out, seeing what happens. But use caution when leading your relationships. Be intentional. There's people on my job that need God. I would assume that it probably, that, that takes precedence in the mind of God, that, there, that there's people that he's put around you that are far from him, that, that that's more important to him than you doing, you know, just accomplishing the, the task that's at hand. I mean, you need to be effective. You need to be excellent. You need to get the job done. But really, you, you need to be a guide, a light in this dark place. Amen. You, you need to you, you need to use caution and and you, you, need, you need to make the selection right. You need to be informed. You need to know who you're hanging with, and because not everybody not everybody's headed where you want to go. You need to be in tune and and know that God's bringing people into your life with purpose and destiny in mind. And not every relationship's God given. You need to you need to know when that's discord and when to step away. And you need to be intentional, knowing that uh, how you treat others and how you respond will dictate God's ability to use. Others in your life, you in the life of others for his purpose. Don't settle to live life like, 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 a, like an average church attender. Come on, let's just get real. The average church attender, they're not real wise. 
you know, you know uh, they think it's all about them. You know, I don't like that. And, you know, can I, can I just bring you a revelation tonight? You're not a critic, and this is not a dining establishment. Well, that seems a little tough. That's not sweet enough. Oh, that's not your job. Our job as a body is to reach the lost and, and to get them into a place to serve them, get them into a place where God can touch their heart. God's adding people, listen to me, God's adding people, some of them right in this room, into your life so that this community of faith, this family that you belong to can accomplish his purpose. So you need to be informed. You need to be in tune. You need to be intentional. Let's be thankful. Amen. Let's be thankful. I think we ought to give God one more hand tonight and thank him for what he's doing in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Will you close your book, bow your head, and let me pray for you.